you looking for truth from God's Word that you can understand and apply to your life? You'll find it today on Make It Clear with Dr. Stan Pons. Listen now as Stan makes it clear. I want to thank you for being with us. I know that every time you come, you're coming knowing that the Word of God will be given to you either through a teaching time or through some of our guests, how God has been working in their life and how that they hold the Word of God is truly God's mind, God's heart, and God's voice on paper. And so I want you to meet another friend. He's been with us before, and this would be, so to speak, a second part to the first part of our interview. And this happens to be with the very well-known actor, Cameron Arnett. Now, Cameron has starred in different television programs. He's also in the faith-based industry. But beyond all of that, he has another ministry that's way bigger than his acting. Now, that doesn't mean he's left acting. It just (laughs) means that it becomes a part of it, and it begins to grow from that. So, Cameron, I want to welcome you to make it clear. Thanks for being with us today. Oh, uh, pleasure being back. Now, I want to encourage our listeners, if you will go back and listen to part one. Now, this is going to be part two, so we'll only give a brief review for those that have not or can't listen to part one. But there's so much in the future that I want you to hear from him, but I want to give most of our time to that. What we know is that he was born in Haiti and that God in his sovereignty brought him to the United States, that he had a mother that uh, had some uh, voodoo in the background, but she also knew the high value of Jesus Christ, and so Christ became the center of her life, and that became something that she wanted her son to have, so she provided good Bible teaching and the Word of God to the son. And so Cameron then, from then on, being in Miami and other places, became more exposed to those that are involved in the acting field. God sovereignly was doing this work. He didn't purposely go after this and say, look at who I am. He said, Lord, this is who I am. You're making me. What can I do to serve you? And so through the course of time, he did some secular work. But then there was a defining moment that he moved more rapidly, more purposely from the secular environment, more into a faith-based Christian film department direction. So Tell us again, what happened that caused you to kind of step over the line? It wasn't like you're over here and then you jumped all the way over there. There was a, You're close to the line, but something finally happened that the Lord used in your life to say, you know what, you have a lot more to offer to those that want to hear what you have in a spiritual message on film. So how did that happen where you went from secular to sacred? Yeah, it was, again, when I was in California, of course, uh, uh, going after the the whole acting thing there, mainly to to uh, get entrenched in Christianity. I, I wanted to be in ministry and um, got my first television series, and they wanted me to do the partial body nudity, and I had to say no. And once I did that, everything just, you know, all hell broke loose, left everything, lost everything. And uh, through that, uh, uh, came and ended up coming back to Atlanta, starting two different churches, pastoring, going into full-time ministry never thinking that I'd be acting ever again. And in 2013, God brought me back in from the four-wall ministry into uh, uh, filmmaking, Christian filmmaking, acting, that kind of thing. The reality of it is that I didn't know that it was God. And so I, I I kind of was dragged back in, not wanting to be part of it, but God made it very clear that it was him after a certain point in time. Uh, I gave myself to it 100%. And in the last seven years, I may have done maybe 23, 24 films, and it has been surreal. Uh, uh, 
came off of doing uh, Overcomer, which was, which is the sixth film of, of the Kendrick Brothers, I Still Believe, with Irwin Brothers, and uh, done uh, quite a few films. Uh, ended up getting um, a Best Supporting Actor for Discarded Things with Karen Abercrombie. And so all these things have been happening since then. And God let me know that this is a platform that he has given me to proclaim and declare Christ through film and also to mentor and to, to raise people up globally. And so it has gone from the four wall ministry to a global perspective in which now I also travel around the world, doing, you know, preaching and, and, and teaching the word of God and, and being able to reach people through films. And so uh, it's really an expansion. But when I was in California, one thing that I really want to want to say also is that when I was in California, God posed me a question, and that question was, what do actors do? And so it really kind of made me dig deeper into realizing who I was and what it was that he had taught me and trained me in, as far as an actor. And, and so I, I asked him back, well, no, you tell me. And so he began to give me certain principles and had said to me, you know, you've won awards, and so now what I want you to do is to go teach my people how to be me in their skin. And so now we have a, a perspective and a teaching called Bible being, because it's really about Christ wanting, the Father God wanting to have the many sons, who is really the, the derivative of the same son. And so we're all encased in him. We all look like him, all have his, his image and his likeness, though we may have different purposes through that image and likeness. But our uh, uh, mandate as, as humans, as, as uh, Christians, is to be Christ-like ones. And so my job as a teacher now is to teach people how to be Christ in their skin. Tell me now a little bit more about it, because I know that you expanded beyond the film. I mean, you are a busy guy. We all want to know what vitamins you take, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> How do you keep up with this? The spirit gives you the inner energy, but that physicalness, you just aren't, you're on fire. You're, you're passionate for the Lord. But beyond the film, and we're not saying you're leaving the film industry, uh -huh. that's still very much a part of it, but uh -huh. that doesn't only define you. You know, you don't walk off set and become somebody else, you right. know, and, and I, okay, I'm done. You know, now it's, you know, time for me to relax. You said, no, I want to rear, raise up another generation of mm -hmm. champions for Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And so talk to me about that ministry, what, it, what you do, what's the website, what are you doing that is in addition to your filming and your acting? Yes, you know, it's funny because what used to be was that Kami was a person, Cameron was the actor. And so since really uh, being born again and really diving into and, and really answering the call as an actor now, a Christian filmmaker, he's become one and the same person. And so uh, what happened was, I mean, you know, as Kami and, and being in full-time ministry in those, in those 20 years uh, here in Atlanta, I we worked, did a lot of work with the pro-life movement. And so they're maybe about five different sectors of the pro-life movement here in Atlanta. And we kind of walked between the lines of each one, being a part of each one, and yet they were not necessarily synergistic with each other. And so at a certain point in time, they brought me in, one of the largest ones brought me in and said, hey, we want to find out why is it that we can't get Black pastors to be a part of this because it's mainly a, a, a people of color issue, blah, blah. And so we talked about it. So they brought me to this um, banquet and it was like, over a thousand people, you know, 
I don't know, two hundred dollar a plate kind of a thing, and so we're eating in 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 a phenomenal uh, uh, ministry. And and so after that, they bring me into their office, and they say, okay, well, we had the the banquet. What did you think? What do you see? Why can't we get black pastors? And I said, well, you know, first of all, did you notice that out of all, over a thousand people, only five of us that were sitting at the tables were black? They didn't notice that. And so I said, okay, well, did you notice that? Um, you know, all the servers were people of color. None of them were white, all were, 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 were people of color. I said, did you notice that? He said, no, I didn't notice that. Okay, okay cool. Last time I said, okay, well, all the leaders that you brought in to speak, did you notice that all of them were white and you had one woman who was uh, black, but she was a, a black male basher. Did you notice that? Mm-hmm. I said, no, we didn't notice that. I said, well, that's the issue. You don't mind saving their bodies, but you don't care about their destinies. Mm-hmm. The reality of it is that just like Jeremiah, before he formed him in his womb, I knew you and I, and I, and I, and I ordained you a prophet of nations. So the reality is that God doesn't send a body unless he has a destiny for it to fulfill. And That's so right. Why don't you save their bodies and I'll help you save their destinies? And that's not exactly what they wanted to do. So God had me start a foundation called Saving Destinies. And so our concentration is uh, identifying and helping people identify their purpose and in, in, in God's plan for their lives, help, helping, them, helping them discover who they are and, 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 and being those who, who shoot them into their destiny. And so that's really the, uh, the construct of that ministry or, or that foundation. And so we uh, try to get people involved that are in the pro-life movement uh, of understanding that you're saving a Jeremiah, you're saving a Moses, Absolutely. you're saving a Jesus. You know, and that was a, the reason why Satan wanted to annihilate all these these generations because he he knew that there was an answer coming. Well, folks, in case you just tuned in, you want to know who is this passionate man about pro-life, but also recognizing that it's grace for every race and to take care of the inner man and not just the outer man, how important that is. You're actually listening to Cameron Arnett, an award-winning actor, both in the secular films, but by far more in the faith-based films, but he has another ministry. Would you give our listeners the website of that ministry that's way beyond the filming that you're doing now, because you really do care about the destiny of other people? It is savingdestinies.com, savingdestinies, plural.com. We want people to get involved. Where I don't care what facet of life that you're in, because when we minister to the to the youth, we're not just dealing with actors. We're not just dealing with entertainment. We're dealing with whatever their destiny may be. They need mentors. They need provision. They need investors. They need all these kind of things to shoot them into a place where uh, God can fulfill what he wants in their lives. And that means that the Christians, those who are Christ-like ones who have attained and achieved have to be about the business of helping the the, the newcomers, the, the, those newly sent, those that have not been discovered yet, that don't know themselves yet, and that have been marginalized by even society, can receive a blessing because we're blessed to be a blessing, uh, can receive a blessing from those who have gone ahead of them. And that's what Saving Destinies is all about. So please get involved, savingdestinies.com, donate, help, be a mentor, whatever you can do. You know, the Bible says that we were in the mind of God, Psalm 139, before we were ever in our mother's womb. And if God allowed you to be born, 
then I want you to know that you had purpose. However long that is, whether you're a guy or a girl or you're a person of color or not, doesn't really matter. God wanted you to be born. Now, not just be born now. That means he has a purpose for your life. It's like the person who designs a paintbrush. It's designed to paint walls. If you're uh, a saw or something, you're designed to do carpentry work. Well, you are designed specially to bring glory unto him in your particular world. And so that means truly you have destiny. Let me add to that. If you or your child came close to death, illness, car accident, whatever it might have been, and they didn't die, which they very well could have died, and you could have seen where they died, but they didn't, that's telling you again that that child or you have destiny. And that's what really Cameron and his wife, BJ, have given their lives for. So the film thing is important and all of that, because that does get his name out. He's able to do that. But really, it's about taking a person from their physical world to the spiritual world of a new birth in Jesus Christ, but not to just leave them there, not just to make sure they get saved by faith alone, but to know how to grow on to become a fully obedient worshiper of the Lord, sensing the destiny that they have for their life. So the website again, Cameron, is what? Savingdestinies.com. All right. You kind of alluded to this. We don't have a lot of time left to the program, but I think it's important for us to address this, especially since you're, we're dealing with two different cultures, two different, we might call races, although I don't know that there are different races in the Bible. I just think you got the human race, you know, right. <laughs> back to that. Um, but you know, there's a lot of this tension going out and we're not here to talk about what's the tension behind the scenes and all the films that are out there, but what, what are you doing and what can we do of people to be able to kind of reduce this tension and to really see people as uh, being created in the image of God, and now they need to know Christ as Savior so they can become God-like, Christ-like. Speak to that. Would you do that? Sure. You know, Christ is the answer. I don't care what the question is. I don't care what the problem is, what the chaos is. We all know that Christ is the answer. However, the answer that he is, is coming through us. And so that means that he's not coming down and and uh, making it all right now. He is going to return, and it's going to be all right. But in the interim, he leaves us here to be his mouthpiece, to be his arms, his legs going forth. And so I believe that it's the church itself that has to begin to reconnect with the heart of God, with the mind of God, and and be that uh, that soil of, of 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 synergy of oneness of unity of love one for another, that is a, a an example to the world. We we have a tendency sometimes to tell the world what to do, but we have to show the world who we are and what how it's supposed to look. And I think uh, for us, even in this conversation, you and I, as a, uh, what what the world considers a white man, what the world considers a black man, coming together and being able to to uh, fellowship around Christ and have that unity of, of heart and mind and to love one another the way that we do and to be able to express to each other uh, God's love for one another, I think that that is the answer to it all. This is not a political thing. This is not a really even a racing is is a heart uh, uh, of of sin thing, and um, the only way to to bring resolve to that is to not only receive Christ but to be Christ walking amongst each other. Exactly, and you know it's so interesting how theologically accurate that is. Said succinctly, and like we say, you made it clear. The name of the program is Make It Clear. <laughs> and we can we can turn this into a whole week symposium if we wanted to, but in reality, it's just that simple. And now it's the fact that first of all, we have to own it in our mind and our heart 
then we have to live that because now we become models for others. Then we become ministers. We serve them in their struggles. We become mentors to teach them the new way to do this, to, to work better with each other, how important that is. I was involved with Promise Keepers many years ago, and that was a big issue was reconciliation, reconciliation. And uh, somehow over time that dissolved itself into just nothing. Uh, I don't mean the ministry, but that emphasis. And now it's, it's brought back again. And we need to come back to this issue, which is now telling me it's not a one and done sermon. It's not no. a one and done uh, uh, crisis. It's, it's a lifestyle of us doing this together. And I appreciate that. Let's talk about another tension that's in the world today. And that happens to be the area of some people call it sex trafficking. We can talk about human trafficking. And for our listeners, make it clear ministries. That's who we are. We have different ministries under it, but they're big ministries. And one of those is our Make It Clear studio. We are filmed a television program called Issues and Answers for Today. We filmed another series called uh, The Bible Says. We have a new movie that we're working on now, raising the funds for. It's called My Name is Melissa. It's a major full-length motion picture with actors on pro-life. And the storyline is, quote, to die for, they say. It's that good. Now, coming back, though, to this, what we just finished filming, you were one of our actors in this. It was our film called Trafficked. What lit your fire to be able to put yourself and put your name on such a a short film like this called Traffic? Why did you do it, Cameron? Well, Traffic, again, is a derivative of Saving Destinies. You know, you have a a love for the soul of people. You have a love for the destiny of people. You have a a love for the call of God on a person's life. And, you know, the Bible lets us know that uh, the love of money is the root of all evil. And so you have a, a, a fallen world that wants so much to gain, have financial gain, that they are willing to not only bring a human, a young child into uh, bondage and slavery, but to exploit that child, Mm -hmm. to take their innocence, Mm -hmm. to take their their personhood, and to destroy their their destiny, destroy their lives. we talk about PS, uh, PTSD when it comes to a, uh, a veteran, but think about how young people are being so abused and then expected to live a normal life and to not be, to be a part of the church or to be the church and not give voice to the opposite of that, to not be uh, someone that will go and rescue that person to me is is unacceptable i i can't even begin to think of how you that would be normal for a christ-like one jesus lived in heaven and everything was perfect and yet the desire the love for his creation caused him to want to be in a body that was sinful think about that when we think about god cannot even look upon sin yet he found a way to come live inside us a flesh that could have sinned just to save and rescue us. How much more than having being saved should we give our lives to saving the lives of innocence? That's what traffic is all about. That's what the the message and, and the issue really is. And we have to, as a church, uh, put aside the love of money, put aside all of these uh, accolades that we want for ourselves and, 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 and be a combative force that is in the hand of God that can be a rescue to humans. 
I totally agree. We we um we have to understand that the gospel needs to be given correctly. So it's theologically. If you, if you believe something that's wrong, you're going to hell. So it's got to be correct. Okay. On the other hand, it has to be clear. You can be really sound theologically, but if you're not clear, nobody's going to understand it. So you're clearly wrong because you don't get it. Okay. But you also have to have two other words. One is compassion and courage. And there are people that lean in the direction of compassion. Oh, they just they just fall all over compassion, but they don't offer any substance for change. Yeah. Then you have those that are very courageous, and they're the ones that want to knock down everybody that they can for truth. You know, I'm a fighter, you know. On the other hand, they don't do it in a way that people want to hear them. They don't dip their arrows in honey. They just shoot. Mm-hmm. And so your ministry is out there to say, everybody is trafficked by Satan. Whether you're trafficked into alcohol or you're trafficked into porn or you're trafficked, trafficked. but when you have children that are trafficked, they are more vulnerable because they don't have that capacity where even adults, they may not have the Holy Spirit, but they at least have some governor that's developing in their mind, we'll call it a conscience or something Mm -hmm. that says stay away, but they go into it anyway. Kids don't. They're grabbed, they're taken, and they're destroyed almost Mm -hmm. unless someone like destiny comes in and you come in with your ministry to be able to help them. Now, again, on the the film traffic, you were the prosecutor, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. I bet that made you feel real good because you could really stand up for righteousness. Couldn't you? Yes. You know, I mean, again, to get the part of being the one who is the rescuer. And see, that's what I'm saying. As the prosecutor, I get an opportunity to play it on screen as the hero or the one who is standing in the gap to make sure that that life is no longer in bondage, no longer in slavery, no, no longer being abused, no longer uh, uh, thwarted or, or, or kept from being what God intended. But we get the opportunity to be that in true life as Christians. And so we all get the, the opportunity to be the prosecutor in our, through our lives, uh, 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 standing up for righteousness, standing up for the lives that are being marginalized and taken and, 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 and abused and whatever else. And so my prayer is, as a, as a Christian, that the church, the individuals, the, the body would begin to be the prosecutor, would begin to be the ones who are the rescuers, because uh, you don't have to be uh, cast as that in a film. You've already been cast as that by Christ. He says, go, right? And so you don't have to wait any longer. Go, go, go rescue people and, and, be, and be the champion in their lives. This film is now basically done, at least the main part of it. Now they're adding the add-ons of if you're experiencing trafficking, how to recognize that it's out there. What do you do with the spiritual? How do you lead people to Christ? All of that's being packed in this as little subparts to this that'll be shown. I'd like our listeners to know that if you'd like to know more about these films, you'd like to know about future films that are coming out that are clear on the gospel, that are evangelistic, but not only evangelistic. I'd like you to go to our website that's special for that. That would be makeitclearstudio.com. That's makeitclearstudio, singular, makeitclearstudio.com. I also encourage you to just like us on Facebook, whether you do it on Make It Clear Studio or whether you do it Make It Clear Ministries, just like us because we send out upcoming events that's happening so you can be a part of it quite easily. Just get on our list. And then you can always delete us or put us off to the side if you don't like what we say or there's too much. But at least be a part of this movement. Again, Cameron, your website for you personally, then the website address for your ministry are what? CameronArnett.com. 
is where you can go ahead and get involved with what I am doing as an actor. Of course, it'll, it's also going to lead you into what I do as a speaker. So CameronArnett.com. And the other is SavingDestinies.com. That'll also get you involved in all of what we do within mentoring and raising up young people and shooting them into their destiny. But also, if you want to get involved with us as a studio, you can go ahead and reach us at Kami, C-A-M-Y, Arnett. Dot com, And that will let you know exactly what we're doing as far as uh, content building and getting involved in uh, Christian films and getting involved with other studios as well. Cameron, I want to thank you for investing your time into us and for our listeners to really get to know you on another level. Award-winning actor, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. Very much appreciated. And for you listeners, again, I want to thank you for listening to Make It Clear. And I want to thank all of you that recognize the value of Make It Clear and that you want your investment to be able to further the gospel and to be able to permeate all these different areas so that other people can come to faith alone in Jesus Christ and to go on to become fully obedient worshipers of Christ. I'd encourage you to go to our website, makeitclear.org, and then go to the donate button. And then when you do, it'll give you a lot of different areas in which you can donate. You can just donate generally, or you can actually Select that which you want to donate. So I'd encourage you to go to makeitclear.org, learn more about our ministry, learn how you can pray for us so that you can be a part of taking the gospel and having it go locally and globally so it'll transform lives. You're listening to Make It Clear with the teaching of Dr. Stan Pons, founder of Make It Clear Ministries. Make It Clear is dedicated to taking the word of God with clarity into every person's world. It is the support of listeners like you who make the ministry of Make It Clear possible. You can provide your tax-deductible gift to Make It Clear online by going to makeitclear.org. Or you can mail your gift to Make It Clear, P.O. Box 607-901, Orlando, Florida, 32860. Thank you for helping us Make It Clear. If you would like to have Dr. Pond speak at your church or event, please send us an email at tellmemore at makeitclear.org. Thank you, and remember to make it clear. Thank you.